It's been so long. Yeah, how do we do this? <laughs> how, do, how do I get my quick timer again? <laughs> what button do I do? Alright. Gotta stay inside, Goose. Yep, that's delicious. So, coming to everybody live from my boy's treehouse that we just recently finished. We are up off the ground for a bit. Very nice. Yep. Some espresso that the wife made with a bunch of creamer and ice so that it actually tastes good. <laughs> I like a little bit of coffee with my creamer. <laughs> Not too much though. <clears throat> well, welcome back. It's been a it's been a hot minute. Has been, I think it's been a month. Mm-hmm. Random events happening. Yeah, my dad came out. To help build this tree house. Mm -hmm. So that was a week, which spanned a weekend. And then you had a thing you were going to. Yeah. Yeah. Then I had a surprise trip after that to Idaho. So. And now. We're back. Everybody's back. And we have a tree house. And we have a tree, tree house. <laughs> tree house set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some B-roll of uh, you going down the slide or something. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we there is no, are no uh, snow patches that I can see from mm -hmm. anywhere. We hit 84 yesterday. Here we are in short sleeves and 
pink skin. Yep. <laughs> I'm working on the tan on my legs so I can wear shorts <laughs> and not scare everybody when we film. Mm-hmm. Or blind, you know, people. Yeah. I guess if we, if I had a basement, we could shoot it in the basement in the dark. And there we go. Then you could just see how glowy white my legs are. Nothing creepy about that at no, all. No. <laughs> no, I mean, we do that. We can film in the crawl space. That'd be, <laughs> be an interesting episode. Mm. Ah, very nice. Yeah, these have been some nice days. I think I was outside on the porch or working on the car all day yesterday. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the last two days, the job I was working, I was outside the, I mean, 90% of the time. And if it wasn't actually outside, I was standing in an open garage. Mm -hmm. So basically outside. Yep. It, it's been a while since... I got a light sunburn and I was, you know, it's like, you didn't quite sweat, but mm -hmm. you kind of sweat. So yeah. you just got that, that film you can feel between the yeah. sunburn and the sweat and you're just, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got, yeah. I got home the other day. I'm like, man, I haven't felt like this in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Name of the game has been stay warm for the last seven nine months, months. Yeah. nine months, yeah. Well, it was funny. a long time. That's funny too, because it was what you like. You said eighty something the other day, and I'm like, all right, so it'll snow in two days, or yeah, <laughs> yep, no doubt. We st and we still could get at least one more. Yeah. Wild. I've heard that we've had snow in the past every month of the year. Wow. I don't know if that was in one year though. Probably not, but no thanks. So on today's episode, we talked about doing an actual study <laughs> and topic. Yeah. Not topic so much as just a studying something out in particular. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Why we both have notepads, notepads yep. today. Yeah. So it'd be a little different. Yes, sir. I'm sure we'll still run down some rabbits. Oh, so. That one day I was texting you about it. Oh, yeah. That day and the following, these are the notes I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't take notes. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few. Yeah. Just a couple. Just like eight pages. Yeah. Yep, yep. <clears throat> what's what's uh, what's been going on with the spiritual journey just in general last few weeks? In in general for me or mm -hmm. in general for everyone? In general for you. Hmm. Was it the other? I got smacked with something the other day, and it was really random because I wasn't focused on anything in particular. I mean, I still haven't really moved on from because I think it's all—I know it's all interconnected at this point. Mm -hmm. But just loving, seeing, and loving God's children the way He created them to be. Yeah, yeah. That's massive. That covers. <laughs> who knew? Scriptures, right? With yeah. Love covers a multitude. Just the attitude of yeah. love, yeah, will cover 
a lot of uh, issues that we have in life. Well, and then, so it's funny because when when you said, you know, we wanted to kind of dial in on one specific scripture. Of course, that took me to a whole bunch of different ones. And, uh, and that was like two days of kind of intense. It's like really directed, okay, I'm going to put some time aside, an hour, two or three, you know, just kind of digging through things. Mm-hmm. And that was like two days right out the gate. And then work and then getting distracted and then um, other stuff, you know, just life. Yeah. As we always allow it to get in the way. Right. And what was it? It was the other two days ago. I, you know, picked my Bible back up and I was like, okay, well, let me jump back in. I was, I'm like, well, what was I reading? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And and then same father's like, go here. And it was part of what I had been reading. I'm like, oh, that's right. Oh, cool. And I think it was in Ephesians, but I got stuck again in a good way. Kind of like what we initially, what I initially got, but mm-hmm. so it was Colossians one twenty seven is what you yeah. were talking about, right? You know, um, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I'm like, okay, well, yeah. what does glory mean? You know. <laughs> I got hung up on that too. Yeah. That same place I went. Because it's the hope. Okay. Hope's pretty much what you think it is. Mm -hmm. Even in this context, this specific word, Mm -hmm. hope is hope. Right. But glory. Future expectation. Something. Yeah. Glory was praise, honor, and there was a third. And of course, this wasn't one of the right in those 10 pages there in those somewhere. 10 pages <laughs> i think i'd sent it to you in the text because i had it right in front of me yeah because i was using um somebody's commentary it's a real i love it because it has you can jump between different translations you can pull up the king james plus which has all the strongs words yeah, next yeah. to it right. so you can click that see the definitions and then i'm pulling i'm tabbing between that and and googling mm-hmm. verses and googling different things then tabbing to the aramaic seeing how yeah. that lays out and that's where i'm like you know 10 pages yeah you get <laughs> you get underwater quick yeah in the best of ways yeah in a good way um try i don't think i actually because i got so I, so quickly went so deep i ended up not writing that down but Mm -hmm. it was it was it was uh praise honor and something else Hmm. um interesting and i didn't think as in in the aspect of glory i didn't think of praise and honor yeah you know that's kind of odd and then also if You know, if it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. That glory, just taking two of the, the words, praise and honor, it's the, the impression I got was if God 
if the Father loves us so much that he praises and honors us and rejoices when we come back, you know, when, when we come back into the family, mm. he's, it's, you know, angels are shouting and rejoicing in heaven, you know, and, and, and it, and that's just the salvation. That's just the beginning part. Mm-hmm. But then it's, if he sees and treats me that way, the creator of the universe, then how much more should I be seeing and treating you that way? Praising and honoring <laughs> you, because if that's what he does, yeah, shouldn't that be what I'm doing? Namaste. Mm-hmm. I bow to the divine within you, seeing each person as divine. Each person is having that that Christ anointing in them. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. That's that's really good. We're going to treat people different when we see that. Absolutely. We have that realization. People carry, we all carry hurts and pains, traumas, things from the past, things we may not even know of. We carry those things. So it's, it's, that can overshadow if we're just seeing physical all the time in this person that's being a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. Or legitimately, you know, if, in some situation where this person's now an abuser of someone else. But it's always a previous trauma, a previous hurt, a pain, life. Mm-hmm. Just that physical, but being able to, that one, understand who we are, truly spirit. But then taking it at the step level of, okay, now I see you as truly spirit. No matter what your flesh is doing, even if you're being a complete ass to me. Because that's not what the truth is. That's my observed reality. Right. right. That's just all flesh. Yep. Flesh seeing flesh instead of spirit seeing spirit. And what do you, th- I mean. I like that. <laughs> I mean, think about how Christ was able to, Jesus was able to see course father he was talking to the father father was prepping him for his days and in those moments he was able to see what the problem was you Mm -hmm. know the the guy with leprosy yeah leprosy was a symptom of his problem Mm -hmm. and he probably thought it was his problem (laughs) yeah yeah but there was a deeper problem because everything christ came Jesus came to show us was everything's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the law of obedience of, of your actions. It's the obedience of your heart. Yeah. And when you've crucified your flesh, the obedience of your heart's gonna bow to you, spirit, which is perfect, is had been made mm-hmm. for us anyways now, has been made perfect in him and through him. So if we cruci- if you know our bodies are made up of spirit, soul and body. The soul is a mesh of the the body, the flesh, mm-hmm. and spirit, who we actually are. If you crucify your flesh, the only thing you have anymore is spirit, which is you, right? The true yeah. you. And yeah. I think that's why I know that's why Jesus was able to do what he did, mm-hmm. because he had a, a such a better understanding of not only how to, but the importance of it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Yeah. 
because what's a is it a is it a Viking parable? You know, you have two two wolves inside of you, and whichever one you feed right. is going to be the one that's that that is uh, the dominant trait. Mm-hmm. Well, if you you have spirit, which is who you truly are now, well, it's who you truly are, and once you're saved, it's perfect. And you have flesh. Well, if you're not feeding your flesh, if you're crucifying your flesh, then mm-hmm. what's your dominant trait? Yeah, the perfection of of Christ in you, who's now who you are. Yeah. The hope of glory. That that's such a better understanding of crucifying the flesh. You know, being able to it, seeing it as is how you view yourself, mm-hmm. like what we were just talking about, and how you view others. Because religion will tell you crucifying the flesh is not saying a cuss word, staying mm-hmm. away from cigars and drink and and doing these flesh things. Yep. That's crucifying the flesh. But realizing who we truly are in spirit you're, is crucifying the flesh. Because that's killing the flesh. Yeah. I'm and, not giving it any attention. Well, and, you, and you're not honoring all of those issues. Cause what, yeah, yeah. All I've ever found is when I focus on trying not to do something, mm. <laughs> I do that something twice as much. Yeah. So, for example, when... I was a functioning alcoholic and you know, my wife's like, you need to quit drinking. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) But if I, if I tried to do that, my gosh, Mm -hmm. I would get smashed because I was, it was just, I would, all I could do is think about it, made it worse. There was anxiety and there's a whole other thing tied to that with like sugar withdrawals and, and, uh, just breaking habits in general. But when I started, when I, did not focus on that, but I focused on getting in the word more and I was listening to teachings because of my commute and my work eight to 10 hours a day. And I was listening to the audio Bible and then I was reading the Bible and all of a sudden I just kind of stopped drinking for like six months. Didn't drink at all. Mm -hmm. And I didn't try to do that. Yeah. I just didn't have a a desire to do it anymore. (laughs) And I'm not going to tell anyone how to live their life, but for me personally, I I will not be ruled by anything. So I had alcohol in the house that whole time. Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel like drinking it. Yeah. You know, when I quit smoking, I still have a pack of cigarettes in my cupboard. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's been three times where I felt like I wanted a cigarette after I quit smoking. Mm -hmm. And every single time I'm like, this is awful how did i ever do this <laughs> this is, tastes like straight trash yep. and it reaffirmed of i'm so glad i quit that yeah but i still have 17 cigarettes sitting in that box in my cupboard <laughs> because it doesn't rule me right you know yeah. i'm done with that doesn't matter having them here doesn't matter doesn't matter yeah again <clears throat> that was just trying to you know getting rid of them and doing that is just you know, you can try to get rid of it in a natural way. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And like you said, you just focus more on it. On doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but once something's... Once we understand how to truly crucify the flesh, and isn't it, Paul, you know, I I, I do this daily. Yeah. You, because you got to wake up and do it again. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not at the putting down. It's just... I'm over here. This is what I'm mm-hmm. focused on now. I'm not going to concentrate on what I'm trying to not concentrate on. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, think about that. 
if you're focused on not doing something, what are you focused on? Yeah. The thing. The thing. Yeah. If Which, again, is all religion. If you're focused on your relationship with the Father, yeah, that's what you're going to be focused on. And then you're going to bear fruit from that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then, exactly. from Colossians, I don't even know how I jumped to, I jumped to Ephesians um, 1, 17 through 18. What do we got there? The God of our Lord Jesus Christ... Oh, hold on. Actually, before I do that, let me make sure I'm not going to, this isn't, because there's some of these ones that are super long. Like I, I just kept <laughs> jumping. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So that one is just, just the two verses that the God of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give unto the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Hmm. The riches of his glory. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That that's that's a lot of meat right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that was Ephesians 1, 17 through 18. So, you know, so that the Father of glory may give unto the spirit of wisdom, or give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The See, mm-hmm. the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Mm-hmm. And it's not a capital H, but is it the riches of his inheritance getting us back? Because again, hmm. father getting his kids back. Yeah. That's every, right. Every good father's wish. Or is it our inheritance that he's given us? Exactly. Or both. Or both. That's the thing about the, the Aramaic and realizing what most of these books were written in. I believe the Aramaic, that was the language of the time. I know some of them were written in Greek, but uh, understanding that the Aramaic can have, I forget the number now, but multiple meanings, mm-hmm. you know, a dozen meanings at the same time. It doesn't have to be, okay, yeah, this is, you know, the track that it means. No, it means all these things at the same time. Yep. So... I mean, kind of to answer that, yes. His, inter- his, us being his inheritance and everything that he's giving us, given us as our inheritance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of both. Exactly. What was that first part of that? Um, that the God of our in. Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That's 17. In revelation, in the knowledge of him. Mm -hmm. Massive right there. That was what keyed off of me. In the knowledge of him. And where is he? In us. In us. 
and through us and around us. That's why I love seeing all these other truth seekers around the world and throughout time. They hit it from different directions. I mean, you see even the natural, I don't even know what you, you know, non non you know outside the christian realm mm -hmm. um you know people will be saying everything that you need is within you and it's like they're keying in on a lot of these things a lot of truth is within you the kingdom of heaven is within us uh, and i actually found an interesting thing on that just earlier today um that it or was this in Luke 17? He's saying that the kingdom of heaven, you know, don't look for it. Or when people say it's over there or it's here or whatever. Mm -hmm. So know that the kingdom of heaven is within you. But it also, one of the translations, because it has a Aramaic, I believe, connotation to it, that it said that the kingdom of heaven is expanding within you. Mm. That's an interesting concept. It's not like just a static one one ball of kingdom of heavens within you. Yeah, that's it. You get a tennis ball. Right. It's like no. It's that that cos cosmos of the kingdom of heaven mm -hmm. within you is expanding. Yeah, which would make sense that it's a growth thing. Mm -hmm. And then if you match with that, the Christ in us, what you read first in Colossians. That 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 Christ is the anointing, uh, and it was interesting, you know, reading through the definitions of that, the the Christos, the the anointing, and the implications, you know, and that we always hear it like an oil mm -hmm. to be smeared on and rubbed. Well, what is that? That's a an expanding. That's a working it in. So having this sense that it's not a static thing, not a static kingdom or Christ in us, but that it's something that can be worked and rubbed in, smeared around, expanding, growing. Like, that's something I want to work on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think a big part of that expansion is in growth is what we were talking about first, the seeing, understanding who we are and transporting that to other people and as understanding who they are absolutely and seeing them in the spirit instead of the flesh so then you end up crucifying the flesh and expanding the kingdom and anointing in you <laughs> and bringing it out in, Heck, in yeah. them yeah and bringing it out in them yep yep now you guys all chew on that while we go into our first break is that a Commercial break time. Yep. And I'll try and not fall down this hole where the slide mm -hmm. is. <laughs> that would be interesting on film. <laughs> Oof. Where'd he go? Yeah. Round two. And we're back. Still trying not to fall down the hole. Yeah. Got the dangerous side over there. I like to live on the edge. Clearly. It would just be a bruised tailbone and... I wouldn't even hurt my ego. You guys would see me disappear and then just still hear me laughing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It'd be our most viewed video. <laughs> and that's how we got famous, son. <laughs> <laughs> 
Daddy fell down your slide. Yeah. <laughs> so let me just, I'm going to list off just kind of where I got brought through this. So starting with what you, you know, you sent me Colossians 127. Mm -hmm. Then the Lord brought me to Ephesians uh, 1, 7, 1, 17 through 18. Then I went back to Ephesians 3, 9, 10, and 11, which is also really good. And just listing out so people can kind of just run through it themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really just Ephesians 3. Because then I jumped just Ephesians 3 and then I got 1, 2, and then I was jumping through a whole bunch of different stuff. Looking, you know, every word that jumped out at me, I'm looking it up and right. looking at all. That's a hawk. That's yeah, gorgeous. A... <laughs> <laughs> a squirrel. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, yeah. First Corinthians fifteen thirty-five uh, through the end of the, the chapter, which I believe is 51. Nope, 58. That, I mean, I could, I could talk an hour for that one. Mm. Yeah. Just, just in First Corinthians fifteen thirty-five to 58. And what I found interesting about when he was, I think, yeah, again, Paul was, you know, writing his letter to him at the end, because I think it's 30, where is it, where are we at? It's towards the end. Oh, and that's where, in 53, the one that w was hitting on you for a while, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and the mortal must put on immortality. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that. This mortal must put on immortality. So I was, I read that, so then I read past it, and mm. every time I went a verse before it, I just kept, I went all the way back to 35. That kind of is, it all flows, and he's talking about, you know, before a seed can grow, it has to die. And the mm -hmm. seed dies, and then it then it sprouts, and then it grows, and well, and then it puts out roots, and then it grows, and then you'll see it actually sprout. Yeah. And I was thinking about that, and I think that's what I um, I texted you that too. You know, what do you call the outside of oh, like yeah. a peanut? Right. The flesh. Mm-hmm. Or the husk. Mm -hmm. But you have to shed that before. You can get to the meat of it in the planting realm of you know a seed growing that flesh dies breaks away and then and then the seed grows out and through it mm -hmm. but that flesh is dead yeah and then the seed grows <clears throat> excuse me and then this is i'm getting this right now it's pretty good <laughs> you think about people who don't do that well What's the flesh designed to do? Well, it's, it's to protect you from, to protect the seed from the environment. Right. And the harder the flesh or the seed, the shell, mm -hmm. the harder it is to get to the inside, which is the good stuff. Yeah. And people that go through a lot of stuff. Right. They get hardened. Yeah. They pr protection. They have mechanism. to protect themselves because right. they don't know any better. Yeah. When the truth of life is going to be shedding that flesh mm -hmm. getting to that spirit that's inside and and nurturing nurturing it 
and that gave a whole new meaning when I started looking at this and getting this analogy was, you know, when Christ said, I'm the living water. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm a seed that's growing and you're living water, I could use some of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, exactly. So, I mean, in, like I said, it was just one of those things where as I'm, as I'm going through it, I'm kind of like, okay. Okay. Oh, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially the seed thing, which I found. Yeah. Obviously I'm not the only one. Cause when I, I, I was trying to, it's funny. I was trying to find some like agricultural site to show me the, the process <laughs> right. of the cycle of a seed. And yeah. all I was getting was all these like theologic theologians and uh, you know, yeah. all these theology things. I'm like, okay, I don't want your opinion of this. I just need to know how a freaking seed yeah. works. Like <laughs> give me a scientist. Uh, yeah, exactly. Give me an atheist to tell me how this works <laughs> in the natural, <laughs> in the natural. So I'm not yeah. getting somebody else's doctrine or opinion. Yeah. Cause this is, he's, I'm getting this from him now. I just need to work this piece. I need to find right. this piece out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And what breaks that flesh is what's inside. Mm-hmm. It's not from the outside that the flesh gets broken. Nope. It's, it's from, from the, the inside expanding out the kingdom of heaven expanding. Ah. And it breaks that. And then what happens? That lets the light in. It cracks that. All the nutrients can can start to come in. Mm-hmm. You start to have an open system. Like that. Uh, I know it's been used before, but it's such a great picture that uh, Neo Matrix, first one, where he's in the hallway and he's, you know, he, I forget now he goes into the guy or whatever. Anyway, yeah. from the inside out. And shatters him, yeah. Yeah, and then he flexes and it's like, ah, I'm outside of that. I broke my flesh. Now I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now I'm where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And I think a lot of people have, well, put it this way. I know I have, because as, as we were talking about it, you're talking about the expanse from within cracking mm-hmm. that flesh open well you crack that flesh open and then you get wounded and what do you do you start stitching your flesh back up right to protect yourself mm-hmm. <clears throat> which then inhibits if not completely kills any growth yeah right because you're you're trying to i mean all all hurt extends from your observed reality all offense mm-hmm. extends from your observed reality. Yeah. Because if you can look past what they're actually doing and saying, whether it's true or not, I mean, maybe you are, you know, whatever they're saying. Right. And because of your insecurities, man, they're hitting your buttons mm-hmm. and it hurts. Yeah. Or maybe it's true. You know, I'm mm-hmm. kind of fat. I'm okay with that. I like food. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, hey, fatty. I'll be like, yeah, I can cook. What up, yo? <laughs> yeah, <You know>? right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, see, I see you can't. <laughs> hey, your eyes work. That's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, good job. But, uh, you know, all offense comes from you, your observed reality in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because I've, when, when I worked, you know, in uh, detention, and I'd get new inmates that didn't know me. They'd start talking trash. And I found it fun. Like, I loved messing with those guys in a good way, <laughs> like joking, talking trash, having fun. 
And I, this one dude, he's this little Hispanic guy. So I'm six one. He was probably like five three, five four. Everybody in in the pod called him Smiley because he always smiled. But this this guy had like dead eyes. Mm. And when he smiled at you, it was like I could see him standing over my corpse, stabbing my limp body, and him smiling. Mm. You know, it was that kind of smile. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I came walking, I was doing checks, and he said something smart to me. Like, he was mouthing off, talking trash, and it was funny. Like, I legit, like, whatever he said, I remember stopping and looking at him. I'm like, that was pretty good, bro. Like, that was, that was good. And then I walked over to one of the tables, and I smacked it really hard. And I was like, you get up here now. You say that to my face. <laughs> and he, his face just went blank. Everybody in the, in the pod went quiet. And he just looked at me. He was like, ha, 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 that's, you know, that's effed up. Da, da, da. Hey, you're pretty cool, man. And everybody started laughing. And from that day forward, me and him were really cool. Yeah. But it was just funny <clears throat> because if I would have gotten offended, which probably is what he's used to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's probably, I don't Somebody's know. Gonna... I don't know what he was in there for. I don't know if he's a career criminal, but just going off of my observations He's probably been in jail or prison before, yeah. and it's probably where he's going to end up. Mm-hmm. That being said, I was a new guy. He was testing me to see if he could get under my skin, and I'm not going to get offended by these guys. Yeah. And then when you take, if you just apply that to life, and then you add in, because that's what the father was teaching me at that time, and then in moving into the next ones, and to see all of his children as his children, love them as his children, and my siblings that they're all these perfect creations. Mm -hmm. And when you strip the flesh away from someone and you realize that they are a piece of the creator of the universe, Mm. like you said, the divinity within you, Mm -hmm. they're not, you know, not bowing to the flesh, your body, but to the divine being inside of you. Yeah. Which is a part of the father and the Mm -hmm. creator. Yeah. And when you can strip their flesh away and see them for who and what they are Mm -hmm. and strip your own flesh away and be like, I'm not going to get offended, even though that, that hurt a little bit. They hit a, they hit a soft spot on. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to let that deter me from loving them because that's what I'm called to do. Yeah. Yeah. All things are going to flow through this. And if I can figure this out. Mm Mm-hmm. Not even figure it. I keep saying figure it out. And every time I say it, it doesn't resonate <laughs> with me anymore. Because yeah. it's more like just let it flow out of me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the more I can love people, mm-hmm. the, I think, easier all of this is going to flow. Yeah. Where, that, yeah, where love is the default. Yeah. Instead of... And, uh, like two true, deep... Intimate, yeah. not sexual, intimate love, caring, like yeah. a father for their child, yeah. you know, exactly. uh, brother and sister in, in mm-hmm. good relationships, good friendships, just intimate yeah. love yeah. to where you just care so deeply about that person mm-hmm. when their heart breaks, your heart breaks. Yeah. And if there's something that they're spouting off about being able to see, or, you know, even if it's directed directly at you to push that button mm-hmm. that you can see right past it of, Ooh, man, you know, what happened today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be addressed because 
I don't have any flesh. I you know, get to that point. It's like, ooh, what's uh what's gnawing at you today? Yeah. You know? Who peeing your Cheerios kind of deal. And especially if it's out of character for that individual. Mm-hmm. So it's somebody you know. Yeah. It's like, man, what's going on? Yeah. And Where that's the default. I've I've even found with complete strangers, you know, uh the person checking me out at the store and they're just grumpy and having a bad yeah. day and I'm just super nice to them. I've had them just snap out of it to where they yeah. they're like, oh, man, they realize that they're being a jerk. Yeah. And maybe not being a jerk, but they're being short, just kind of meh. Yeah. You know, they may not being being not necessarily offensive to me, but they're just not being polite right. or friendly or welcoming or whatever. Yeah. And you'll see them snap out of it. Mhm. Because I'm just being nice. I'm yeah. trying to instead of ignoring the fact that they're yeah. they're in a bad mood, I'll be like you know, how's your day going or, you know, in whatever. And yeah. just, and that'll bring them out of it. You know, my love for them, even though it's at that such a base, simple level mm-hmm. brings them out of whatever they're sitting in. Right. But a lot of it too, is just like in that scenario with somebody that's just in your daily routine, in your daily, you know, whatever grocery store, whatever mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, showing, that love breaking out of that, you know, the typical response or breaking into their world, just those little things can, that can make a huge, huge difference, snap them out. Mm-hmm. And, and just to be able to say, you know, I'm not just another of your 150 customers that are going to come through your line. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to love you here for just a second. Yeah. But you're not just a cashier or a whatever you're doing. You're, I see you as spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to tell them that, but I see you. Yeah, I see you as a person, not as a cashier, as a whatever. That's I've you're been, seen. Yeah, and and your pain is seen. And it's funny you say that, and that's like what I was feeling. I was trying to get a point like that point. Of, that's what I'm doing, without realizing that was my intent. Yeah, because you just articulated my intent. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that is I try and more recently now in the last year, look at and thank if, you know, usually I'd be like, thank you so much, you know, whatever and, and leave. Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking and I'm saying their name. Yeah. It's like, Hey, thanks, Fred. Really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You know, Oh, Jenny, you didn't, you know, re- thank you so much, Jenny. Have a great day. Whatever. Yeah. I and, see you as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then of course you get those people where I'm like, how the heck do you, like, how do you say your name? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Right. <laughs> you know, yep. and, and just go from there. Mm-hmm. Cause that used to hang me up too. Half the time I can't see their name tag. Yeah. Half the time like, I can't read their name or yeah. their handwriting. If it's not printed mm-hmm. half the time, I can't read anyways. So I can't read their name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. like, how the heck do I say that? Yeah. <clears throat> so I've gotten over that fear of <laughs> feeling weird or stupid about just being, if I can't see it or if they don't have one, what's your name? Right. Oh, Ben. Okay. Hey, thanks mm-hmm. a lot, Ben. I really appreciate your help today. Yeah. You know, just that yeah. little bit. Or the name tag's in a weird spot, and you're like, yeah. this is going to look creepy if I stare at it, just because of where the name tag is. Exactly. <laughs> Spending a little too much time there. Yeah. Like, oh, no, just looking at the name tag. Like, I had a kid at McDonald's. Man, that kid was looking sharp, nice, pressed shirt, tie. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Blah, blah. And quick and, and just real, really good. And I looked at him. I'm like, man, you know. I really wish I owned a business that I could steal you from here. Mm. And he just looked at me and I'm like, 
you're going places, man. Just yep. keep doing what you're doing and, do, and yeah. don't don't get discouraged. Because he's working at McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know, like yep. But some starter job, exactly. Yep. But you know, I wanted him to know, like, hey, you're seen, you're appreciated. Yeah. Because especially at this McDonald's, like, you don't ever get good service, and this kid. <laughs> and what's funny, I think somebody did scoop him up because he. I only saw him once. <laughs> yeah and somebody was like man this kid doesn't belong to be here (laughs) yep somebody came through there with a business and said yep "Yep. you're coming with me but it's it's Mm. just again seeing people for who and what they are which isn't people yeah because people which isn't flesh yeah Yeah. people suck generally speaking but as a eternal spirit being, they're perfect. I, yeah, I thought you know, and that's um, that whole and growing that that whole idea of it expanding in us and it growing in us. Um, I think it, in Galatians, Paul talks about it. he's having. I think it's in a section where he's having trouble with the Galatians, mm-hmm. uh, like he did with most of the churches. <laughs> um, he's like, I'm going through all this stuff until Christ be formed in you. Mm. It's like there's that a, another aspect of that, it being formed into in you. You have Christ in you. Mm-hmm. It's not fully formed, though. It's It needs to be formed to where... Those two things, where you see yourself as pure spirit, and you see others. It's like making bread. You know, once you got all the ingredients in there, mm. you got to knead it, work it, let it rest and rise, mm-hmm. expand. Yeah, there's all of it. Bread of life. Mm. And then it's beneficial and helps other things grow. Mm-hmm. It's nourishing. Heck yeah. And that, um, mentioned it before, but in that series, Masters of the Far East. Yeah. Um, I'm on volume three now of oh, six. Dang. Oh, dang. Getting through it. Um, so I just had a lot of what I'm reading now. I have to set down one of them for a little bit and read something else for a little while and then set that down and then Come go back. back. Yeah, it's just, um, but it's just fun, fun journey. But in one of the points, one of these masters is telling them, you know, he's sitting before him. He's like, and he came at it from a whole different direction than what we're coming at it here. Uh, but exactly talking about the same thing of, he's like that, that Christ in you, that anointing in you said, imagine that going through every limb of your body. Again, not that static thing, but it's a growing, expanding. Imagine, you know, in meditation, imagine, visualize it going through every limb of your body till it's full. Because we, you know, most of the time picture it here in the heart mm-hmm. section somewhere. See it going through every limb. See it in every organ system, every organ, every blood vessel. See it going, that Christ anointing, expanding through every cell. Mm. And then getting on as small as I know, the atomic. And that's what he said. See, so going through every atom of your body. 
And then Mark 11, 23, 24. Then hold out your hand and whatever you desire, mm-hmm. manifest it. But I love that progression. Like that's a great visualization. Visualization. Because it's scripturally true. Yeah, and it's expanding, it's building, it's rubbing that anointing oil mm-hmm. in. And it's like, man, that's coming at it from a, a totally different place. But it's just a different it's view just, of the thing, same it, thing. It's, exactly. It's, it's this lighter, and it's flipping it around. It's looking at the bottom, the top, every aspect of it, getting a better picture of the whole. Yeah. Um, and I haven't done that a whole lot lately, or yet, uh, but I want to work that into my meditation of rubbing that anointing Christ anointing through everything yeah and then like it says in Mark 11 23 24 then hold out your hand and receive whatever you will I mean how many times did Jesus say that Mm -hmm. of whatever you ask yeah you want that mountain to move move he says just just believe Mm -hmm. and and I didn't see this till this week and and have and and don't doubt and then there's two words after that it says at all Mm. don't doubt at all only have faith Mm -hmm. that mustard seed faith doesn't take a lot of that just don't doubt at all well you know what's funny is i was i don't know i guess just because of church thinking of you know if you had a mustard seed of faith you could move that mountain. Mm-hmm. If you had a mustard seed of faith. Yeah. You. Well, you don't have a mustard seed of faith. You have the very faith of God. Right. Which is fullness. Yeah. Full and complete. So I think he's saying, it's like, to me, it's more of a, man, if you, if you, if you as who you are, mm-hmm. being a spiritual being in a flesh, in a, in a meat suit, Mm-hmm. If you could just conjure up the um, enough faith as much as a mustard seed, even as you are now, you could move that mountain. Yeah. But you're more than that, and you have more than that because you have <laughs> the perfect faith of God. Right. You don't even need your faith. You have his faith. Right. The only faith you need is to believe that that exists. Right. That the perfect faith mm-hmm. exists in you. Yep. Exactly. And it was interesting because going back with uh, Ephesians 3, it's in uh, 8, Ephesians 3, 8. Of course, you know, Paul being like Moses, the humblest. (laughs) Wherefore, I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. So that was seven. Unto me who am less than least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. So I I broke down right there, unsearchable. Unsearchable riches. (laughs) Unsearchable being, it's past finding out, obviously unsearchable, or the definition in Strong's is not tracked out or untraceable. Untraceable riches. And I'm like, well, if they're unsearchable and untraceable, how the heck? 
<laughs> you know? <Yeah. clears throat> and then, of course, Christ being the Messiah, <laughs> a, anointed one, or anointed the Messiah. And then, I can't even say this word, epithet, epithet, E-P-I-T-H-E-T. Sure. Yep, of Jesus. And I'm like, cool, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and it's it's a character a character characterizing word or phrase accompanying or occurring in place of the name or of a person or thing so we're to be in the place of Jesus mm mhm cuz the Christ is the anointed one mm-hmm. and now we are to be as that word occurring in the place of Christ. Yeah. Occurring in the place of Jesus. Yeah. We're called to walk his walk. Mm-hmm. Well, walk our path, but as he, yeah. as Christ, the anointed one. Right. So now, like we've said in the past, I'm now the anointed one mm-hmm. to walk my path as he's laid it for me. Yeah. And I'm to be occurring in place of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he said it's it's beneficial for you that I leave. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all have to carry this on, and, and everything I did, you're going to do, and more. So yeah, we absolutely have to pick up that. Well, and and this hit me because it's like I'm not supposed to be Christ-like. I'm not supposed to follow Christ. I'm supposed to talk to the Father, find out where He wants me to go, just mm-hmm. as Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be walking my path with my anointing in the place of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't light a fire into you to be better at whatever you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Because you are not, you know, again, it's, it's making it for me anyways, reading this and wa- kind of searching this out is made it so much more personal because mm-hmm. it's always, I don't know, maybe it's the way it's been taught. Maybe it's the way I received it. But it's always been so <clears throat> detached. You know, being Christ-like yeah. is not being Christ. Mm. This is telling me that I am to walk in his place. Yeah. Right. Not to not the footprints in the sand. I'm not following him. He's not yeah. carrying yeah. me. I am walking mm-hmm. in his place. I He was my substitute on the cross. Oh, this is good. <laughs> to atone for all the sins. Of Adam's sin and everything that, mm-hmm. that subsequently came after it. He took my place on the cross so I can take his place on earth. Right. Right. Yeah. If that had personalized any, it. If we had any subscribers, they'd unsubscribe to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it totally, yeah. What, what is, uh, you know, what? Oh, what's that word? In reference to, you know, Jesus being the, the sacrifice, the atonement, the... Propitiation. Propitiation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He took my place on the cross so I could take his place yeah. on earth. And that is exactly what this says. Yeah. I think we've... I, I know with me, my wife and I were talking about it this morning, actually right before I came over. Um, in my mind anyway, the way that I've... Kind of what you were just saying... The way that I've received it, thought about it, whatever. And I know it's just been straight put out there, inviting Jesus into your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus never said that. And 
nor were we <laughs> going to lose the rest of our <laughs> all, all four of you are about to go <laughs> unsubscribe smash that unsubscribe button <laughs> that should be our that should be our t-shirts <laughs> but you're i leave it in the comments correct me if i'm wrong we're never supposed to ask jesus into our heart it is christ in us we've got us i think separating let me explain. Separating Jesus from the Christ as far as what's in us is very important. Mm -hmm. Jesus was the dude. Christ is the anointing. It's who he was as Messiah. But now it's clear in Scripture that it's now Christ in us, the hope of glory. It's that anointing. So in my mind, it was always, okay, Jesus is in me. Mm-hmm. Cool. Jesus in me. <clears throat> and really, what the frick does that mean? Yeah. Okay. It makes it weirder than it has to be. Yeah. And really hard to, re <laughs> to break it, to mentally understand what that's supposed to be. Right. But if you, if you break know it that into it's the... Christ in you, then like we've done, okay, now, okay, what is Christ? Okay, the anointing, it's expanding, it's forming, as Paul says, that Christ uh, anointing in us is forming. Mm -hmm. It's like, now, okay, now that makes sense. Now, what is that? You know, and how does that affect how we love each other and how we see each other and all of what we've been talking about. Now that. And we're back. Let me sleep that bad boy. All right. So I know as everyone's watching this, they're, if they're getting it, then they probably have other tabs open either looking for a sailboat or looking for a place in Guatemala or, <laughs> or, uh, wherever's on the, your heart. What, yeah. What's that cool place in Italy? Yeah. The Tuscany, mm -hmm. Tuscan Valley. And they need Jesus. Yeah. Switzerland. That's where I want to go. I think we want to move there. I sent that video to you. It's that waterfall and crystal water. Yes. I've seen like five more of those. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, that's definitely yeah. on the list. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. What's on your heart? Go and do it. Like the living on the boat. There wasn't anybody else at the marina that was uh, starting a church, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. I mean, we did start a church there, but but I just say that the biggest thing of what we did there, biggest thing that I did, was walked around on the docks. And it's amazing how many recently divorced men hmm. are living on sailboats. <laughs> Wife oh. got the house. Yep, he got, got the, the boat. boat. <laughs> or they got a divorce and they're like, well, I could, you know, can't afford a house or whatever. I'm going to buy a sailboat, live on it. But so much of it was walking around the dock and flip-flops. Hey, permission to come aboard. Mm -hmm. Get on there and sit for a couple hours. I got all day. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. What you dealing with? Oh, she did that to you. Wow, that's rough. Yeah. Guess what? I'm here. I love you. I hear you. You're seen. Mm -hmm. You're important. He sent me here right now for, for you. you. Yeah. Whatever that takes, 
I think that also goes in being sensitive and, again, getting out of that. And this might just be me, but that, you know, divine appointment always made it feel like, and maybe it's because the stories or the way I just, again, received or took my observed reality of those uh, teachings or conversations, but it always seemed like that was one, like one thing, like one day, once a day, maybe twice, you have a divine appointment. God is sending you to that person to do something miraculous. (laughs) And maybe it's just because the stories you hear, and that's that's just happens to be what had happened in that story. And so that's the way it kind of solidified my mind. Mm -hmm. Until the day, and actually we were talking, walking and talking when it hit me, that every single interaction you have every single day is a divine appointment. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you shift your focus to that, and you pair that with seeing God's children, the, that they are God's children, that mm-hmm. we're all God's children, whether they're saved or not, and that they are perfect. He created them to be perfect. You just got to bring that perfection out of them mm-hmm. and loving them and not just with his love because it's now your love and it can flow f- freely through you. Yeah. All of those things coupled together makes your days, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you're at. Mm-hmm way more important yeah and that the mundane little things are actually the eternal big things because Mm -hmm. you hit the mark yeah in that moment Mm -hmm. and instead of looking for that oh i gotta go find that person who oh lord who am i healing today or Mm -hmm. you see somebody in a wheelchair and you spend that must be them three hours praying for the person in the wheelchair that doesn't get up because that wasn't even the person you were supposed to be praying for or talking. Mm-hmm. You weren't even supposed to be praying for anyone that day. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to be loving on and talking to people. And yeah. Giving hugs and, yeah. and hearing about their heartaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those were your your mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. But because you're looking to what you think you were supposed to be doing, you missed out on everything you could have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the cashier. Which is the... The guy at the gas station. Numerous divine appointments that are every interaction is a divine appointment because that's my spirit to your spirit you know how many we avoid intentionally every day Mm. you're at a gas pump well don't don't stand outside and oh god don't make eye contact with person on the other (laughs) side get get in your vehicle and close the door and look at your phone and yeah wait until you hear the click and then jump back out and hop back in real quick and leave (laughs) right you know don't talk to the people in the grocery store Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's. I don't know. We we put too much on ourselves mm-hmm. in all of that. Just go through life, love life, and love whoever you run into. It's really simple. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. We were just reading something earlier about a conference and changing the culture and. I'm really not interested in changing the culture. I hope it does, but you know, it's it doesn't change my mission. My mission's to love people, whoever's in front of me, mm-hmm. whether America stays or goes. And obviously, I want it to stay, but we've both fought foreign wars. To, you know, yes, we want it to stay. Yeah, but and I mean, if I find not, another war, I'd like it to be for my uh, my own country. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
fighting other people's wars. Yeah. Uh, but that's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. But, but really, it is simple. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Well, because no matter what happens and how it happens, like we've been saying, we're going to prosper. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's gotten really warm. It has. Clouds went away. Which is... The tree's not covering us anymore. It wasn't just a couple months ago. We would end every episode with the sun going down and shivering. Yeah. It's like, well, I can't stop. Thanks for showing up, guys. Now it's like, woo, man, it's getting hot. I'm going to have to... That's good. That's good stuff. Well, we could open it up to our uh, six subscribers. <laughs> what do you want to hear? That was kind of nice having a subject. Yeah, it was very yeah. nice. Mm. It didn't stop us from going out on tangents. But oh, no. I like chasing rabbits. It's fun. So do my cats. They brought one in in the middle of the night. Oh, boy. <laughs> That was fun. Yeah. Thankfully, we caught it before they ate it and left it on the floor. Oh, that's that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. My big cat growls. That's so he'll, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> when, when he has something and his sister comes up, he'll growl at her. He'll be like, no, this is mine right now. And he's twice her size, even though they're the same age. And uh, middle of the night, I hear him growl. Kim wakes up. Oh, they got something. Turns the light on. Oh my gosh, it's a bunny. <laughs> it's a baby bunny. Oh no. And it wasn't that small. It was a pretty decent sized baby bunny. Yeah. You know, probably a month or two old, but mm. or more, I don't know how fast bunnies grow, but yeah, it was a decent it was about a third of a grown bunny size. Mm -hmm. And uh he grabs it and runs out of the room. Uh and I had go went and grabbed my gloves and he ran into me. He's looking at me and I'm like, put it down and he growls at me and I on the top of his head, he was like, "Huh!" Oh. <laughs> Drops the bunny, and it picked it up and walked outside. And it was still kicking, you know, it was still alive. Yeah. And chucked it off the deck, closed the door before he ran out. Yeah. And uh, bunny, you better run. <laughs> he caught it again later that day. Oh, dang. And uh, we we tried to nurse it back to health, but I think it went into shock. Ah, dang! Had a traumatic life. Oh yeah, well, you know. But it was. It was funny. It's like, good cat. Stop bringing it in the house. <laughs> you're doing your job. Yeah. I'm glad you're this morning when we were going fishing. Mm -hmm. I step out the door at like 445. Same cat. He's Milo. Big old fat tabby cat. Sitting there laying right in front of the door with this fat. My wife calls them uh, the stuffed Twinkie mice. Uh, yeah. it, they're like this long and they're like that around. Just the fattest Twinkie. Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just sitting there like, look what I got. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, that's good. Don't bring it in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it outside. Mm -hmm. mm. What that is knowing your purpose. <laughs> if only I could know my purpose like my cat knows Dude, this. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Look at that blue sky, white clouds. That's such clean air up here. Mm-hmm. So Not we, much of it, but it's clean. <laughs> There's plenty of it. It's just deprived of oxygen. But yeah, yeah. Like. Oxygen level is 
low. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. That's mm. a weird bug. Did he fly into my drink? No, he's on your right leg. Uh, right there, yeah. I don't know what that is. Mm. Kind of cute, though. Looks cuter <laughs> over there. Sorry, didn't mean to hit the wood with you. <laughs> well, we went down the slot. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was trying to do. Very nice. Yeah, just... I think the easiest for me, I think I've said it a couple of times now, find your purpose. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. how, do you, how do you find your purpose? Yeah, that's a question I was just about to ask. For me, it's, it's becoming more and more of what do I want to do? Now. Right now. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a one and done. This is the rest of my life. Yep. And and again, it's not what do I want to do. It's all about me. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, no. What do I want to do? What fulfills me? What's what in do, my heart to yeah. do? Yeah. And currently, it's creating, which is coming mm -hmm. out and doing remodels and, and different work, but Ultimately, I think I, uh, I'm moving towards what I've always enjoyed and wanted to do, which is doing crafting and woodworking, mm -hmm. metalworking, creating things for people. Yeah. And with that, you know, it's like, well, how does that, how does that line up with your eternal purpose in God? <laughs> well, guess what? That would give me the time. And the financial ability to do a lot mm -hmm. of things mm -hmm. for the kingdom mm -hmm. that are more traditionally accepted. Because mm -hmm. if I didn't have to work 40 hours a week just to keep food on my table and be too burnt out to, or feel too burnt out to, to yeah. do anything else, oh, I'm not really, I'm not doing what I need to do at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but I'm not doing what I need as much as what I want to be doing at home, let alone what I need to be doing at home. Mm -hmm. And by at home, I mean that can go from anything from actual, like, I have to get this done for my wife, for my kids, to I want to be able to do these things with my wife, with my kids. I mean, if you have a really good job, you get two weeks a year. And if you have a really good job, you have the money to use those two weeks a year. <laughs> To go and do something with two right. weeks. Yeah. Two no. 14 nope. days out of nope. 365 nope. is what you get to spend with nope. your family. Nope, nope, And that's if you have a good job that you get days those days off yeah. and a good enough job that you have enough money to pay all the things you need to pay to do a mm -hmm. little bit in the interim and to be able to then use those two weeks to go do something. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's what you get. That doesn't sound like the riches of his glory. No, but doing what I feel I want to do and what I'm purposed to do, which would give me financial freedom to then work a couple of days a week, or even if I'm working seven days a week, 
I'd be working at home with my my kids, with my wife. We'd be doing yeah. these things together, mm-hmm. and then giving us the financial freedom to, hey, we're going to work really hard the next thirty days, and we're going to take the next three months off, and we're going to go yep. to Switzerland. Yep. Wherever. Exactly. Yep. And it's 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 a it's just man, it's flipping a switch in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And once you get that revelation, and I'd encourage everyone to seek that revelation. Mm-hmm. Once you get it. At first, and then, I mean, even now, I'm a couple months into barely working and doing really well. <laughs> but it, it starts to become normal. And I'm trying not to let it, I'm not, I don't want to just sit here now, like in it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this is good. Now that this concept is now being becoming normal to me, I need to remember to keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to, I'm at that place of provision on my mountain path. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stay there. Yeah. I'm not meant to camp here forever. Yep. Move this was forward. just, this was for me to take a breath, see that, that, that he is faithful, mm-hmm. see that he means what he says. Good. You're rested. Keep going. Yeah. What's the next level? 10 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all stages and levels. Say, okay, I got this worked out in my head now. I've I've practiced it. I've seen it. Okay, now I'm good here. Let's stretch it to the next next level. And not just with that, with everything. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, the next level is going to be, yeah, probably 10 hours a week. And then the rest of the time I'm, you know, studying, filming with you, Mm -hmm. hanging out with my wife and kids. And all of us building and crafting things together. Yeah. You know, and yeah. starting our own livelihood and business. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a, a multitude of ways to attain, obtain financial freedom. Oh, yeah. And I truly believe for us, it's going to be what w- we do with our own hands. Mm-hmm. What we're going to be creating and then marketing and selling Yep. And and it's not when I've built things in the past, man, it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Especially now that my boys are getting old enough to where they can really participate mm-hmm. and start, you know, giving them little tasks. Especially if we end up making things that, you know, we're gonna make thirty or forty or fifty of them. It's like cool. Here's something that you can do. Yeah cut all these boards or do all the, draw all these lines or do all these things, measure all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And we just make, you know, it's going back to how do you find your purpose? What are you passionate about? What's on your heart? What do you want to do? Because it doesn't necessarily have to look like traditional ministry. Oh yeah. Cause your ministry is going to be in every encounter in every moment of your life. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you're doing. Mm Mm-mm. The other day, uh, our buddy that I'm working for, because when I'm at a job site alone, I just throw my headphones in, mm-hmm. throw on worship music, so I'll be singing. Depending on the song, I might be really getting into it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but I'm in this basement. Uh, I think I was uh, doing mudding. And then all I hear is a thump, 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 thump upstairs, because, you know, you just got there. 
so I kept seeing him finish, you know, kind of finished that spot that I was doing, went up and talked to him and he was like, oh, that was nice. You know, I come in, you're singing worship, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just how it is. Yep. <clears throat> and, uh, he's like, no, it was a blessing. It was nice. You know, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily my singing. I think he enjoyed the, <laughs> the fact that I'm enjoying what I'm doing and, yeah. and I'm just kind of worshiping as I'm working for him, yep. you know, doing this, getting this job done. And it kind of made me laugh because I didn't think about that in the sense of, I mean, where else could I do that? Yeah. Right. And then yep, when I, once I get sure. my shop set, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, imagine just however many days a week you want, just in his presence, total, totally dialed in as you're doing whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like ministers, preachers, teachers, evangelists, all these guys that have ministries, they get to do that. The good ones really utilize that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's your job. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that's not my job. Yeah. I enjoy talking to people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get some good stuff. I like sharing, but that's not my job. Mm-hmm. That's not my passion. That's not where I want to be. Right. At least not right now. I mean, maybe someday. Yeah. But that's, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. But what I do see is the conversation. Like, I was working a different job yesterday and I ended up talking to this couple and then something I said, um, they're like, oh, you're a believer. I was like, oh yeah. Like, oh, that's awesome. Where do you go to church? I'm like, oh, you don't really go to church right now. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, and then they started talking about certain churches and they were talking about something they're going through with their neighbor. And, and I was like, well, you know, it's really helped me. Is, and then I start going into seeing a child of God, seeing you know each individual as a child mm-hmm. of God, per- created perfect, loving them with it, you know, and just breaking that all real quick. And both of them are like, wow, it's really good. I need to, I really need to meditate on I don't think they said meditate, but, mm-hmm. you know, I need to think on that. And it like, you know, that's my ministry. Yeah. yeah. Wherever I'm at. Mm-hmm just laying out what the father's been talking to me about it's all it is and and once they get it mm-hmm. they're going to take it to their church they're exactly. going to take it to their family they're going to take it and it and it doesn't matter if i ever see anything about it yeah yeah you want change that changes culture more than going out and fighting legislation and trying to force change mm-hmm. culture or politics or whatever else and it's like, yeah, we need good people in the right places. Mm-hmm. If that's your calling, then that, and yeah, go for it. Absolutely. And I, I think there's a lot of people who that is their calling. Mm-hmm. And it, just go do it. It's kind of the bottom line. Yeah. What's in your heart right now to do? What are you passionate about? You know, it's like John Maxwell talks about that a lot. Mm-hmm. What do you, when you're trying to find your mentor and stuff you you want to find out what they're passionate about mm-hmm. but what are what am, what am i t- passionate about yeah right yeah. now getting mm-hmm. a fishing boat bam <laughs> and i think a big part of that too is i know i've always thought of that as being uh like we said a little bit ago the the lifetime thing i gotta find that one thing and that's what i'll be doing the rest of my life mm-hmm. well probably not <laughs> It's like right now, where I'm at, what's my passion? Oh, man. when I went, it may change. When I went back into law enforcement, I thought, that's it. That's it. I was passionate about mm-hmm. 
And that passion left me as quick as it came. <laughs> <laughs> and I was done. You're gone. You know, when I was, yeah. when we were working together, I was, I, I really, I was dead set like that. Yeah. I was going to die in a position in that place. Yeah. <laughs> and then that did not work out that way. Vapor. Yeah. And I'm like, gone. Huh. Look at that. Mm-hmm. You know, and now then, you're in a better, better place. Much better place. And I'm able to actually focus in and dial in on, oh, what is my passion? Mm-hmm. Right now, my family, spending time with them. And then again, moving into some other things, but yeah, honestly, I had really couldn't care less about a lot, a lot of things, really anything other than I really like spending time with my boys right now, mm-hmm. especially, you know, being nine and 10, Yeah, being able to do more, enjoy more with them. Yeah. My wife, us all doing stuff together. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Can't make money doing that though. Or can you can't you? you can't pay your taxes getting money out of a fish's mouth either. Hmm. But or can, can you? you? <laughs> <laughs> but that's my that's what I mean though. You yeah. can't make money doing that yet. Here I yeah. am barely working and big air quotes doing a lot better than I've done mm. my entire life when I've worked my tail off. Yeah. Yeah. Spinning wheels. Mm-hmm. It's taking those limits off again. Yep. And losing the world mindset and religious mindset and all that. I mean, we There's a lot of things that are just Western culture uh, Western cultural attributes and not necessarily godly attributes. Mm-hmm. So what's the takeaway? Christ in us. The hope. The hope of the riches of his glory. If we want to combine those. Praise and honor within us, not just to him, but to one another mm-hmm. and to ourselves. Seeing the Christ in each person. That we're the, that he was the propitiation, that he died on the cross so I didn't have to and making it possible so now that I can walk in his place on earth, not as a follower i'm not following him yes he's my example Mm -hmm. but now i am him i am walking in his place yeah with his anointing yeah that is who i am yeah because i am him And, and it is something that can grow and expand and change he's placed all of that in us to where there is no limits and there's no reaching out to him it's reaching into him and accessing everything mm-hmm. well yep. that was a good good place to good wrap times up. appreciate 
on all three of you standing with us. I was going to say the both of you. <laughs> the both of you sticking with us. <laughs> and we'll see you all next time. Indeedle.